0: Well, my name is Scott. It's great to be back with you here this morning. Every year I come here to share with you the difference that a week at camp can make in the life of a child and how it's made possible through... Uh, your generosity. Uh, that video that you just saw shares or shows you a snapshot uh, of camp. Uh, it's a place uh, very different from everyday uh, life in our world. The song that you just heard is our new theme song uh, for 2019. It was written and sung uh, by Russ. Did you like it? Music is a very special part of our camp. And just a quick point of interest, two days ago at the Gospel Music Association of Canada, their Covenant Awards, uh, the album that Russ uh, wrote last year, it was called Break Free, it won Children's Album of the Year in Canada. And so we're so thankful to have Russ on the team. And we love... We love music. Now in that video, you saw activities. You saw Kwanos Beach. You saw uh, amazing staff. You saw a beautiful uh, setting. Uh, you, saw, uh, you saw so many things. But the most important part of Kwanos is that it's an ideal place for God's love to break through into a person's life. Uh, kids come alive at camp. And so many kids today need to come alive. Uh, in my years at camp, we've welcomed tens of thousands of kids. And I'm, I'm sad to tell you that so many of them uh, come to us uh, lost, uh, without hope, uh, confused, uh, maybe lonely. Um, why? Uh, well, we know the impact of media is pervasive. Uh, standards are changing so rapidly. What was wrong uh, now seems right. There's so much pressure. Uh, maybe it's at school to fit in, uh, to achieve, excel, get likes. Um, it's, it, there's no wonder that so many kids today feel lost. It's not just lost. Uh, maybe it's, it's confused. Maybe it's bullied. Uh, maybe it's stressed. Um, just trying to fit in, desperately searching. Uh, and many are desperately uh, crying out. Uh, we see the brokenness of our world all around us and the impact that it's having on kids. And this is why Kwanos was created, so that kids could discover what real life is all about. Uh, a couple of observations, just even in the last five, ten years, I've noticed that, uh, well, we always have known that most kids, they don't go to church, Unfortunately. But what we're seeing at camp is there's more and more kids that aren't even allowed to go to church, aren't allowed to go to a youth group, aren't allowed uh, to have a Bible. It's one of the reasons why TMP has their camp, so that we can reach these kids in their neighborhood, so they can discover uh, the love that God has for them. Here's another observation. We're noticing that less and less Christian youth see other Christian youth in their class at school. Uh, every year, I ask our step-out uh, leadership group, their ages 15 and 16, every year I ask them, well, how many Christians are in your grade at school? And they tell me three, two, four. And then I ask them, well, "Oh, how many kids are in your, gra- your grade at school? 150, 125, uh, 200. And this is another reason why TMP and so many other churches have joined together to have their camp so that christian youth can be encouraged uh, that they can meet like-minded ones that share uh, the same faith that they can be encouraged encouraged on that they can see that christ is he's real he's alive i can i can follow him in a world that really in many ways is hostile to this faith Uh, there really isn't many places left In our world today uh, where god has declared in this way in this way where youth feel discomfortable and fit in okay now maybe we think we could say well we always like to think it's harder for youth today so let's take a look back a while back let's go back two thousand years i want to share with you a verse uh, recorded by mark a disciple of jesus and this is what he said he said one day some parents Uh, brought their children to jesus as he could so he could touch and bless them but the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him when jesus saw what was happening he was angry with his disciples he said to them let the children come to me don't stop them for the kingdom of god belongs to those who are like these children so here's the scene kids and their parents they've started to hear about jesus uh, some of the things that he was doing, they heard stories of him healing people. And some of the things that he was talking about, uh, they heard he was very different. And, and some of them wanted to, they wanted to see him. And they heard that he was coming in their town. The word uh, was spreading. And so they started to come uh, to see him. Now, why did the disciples, when these kids and parents were coming, why did the disciples, as it says, scold them? Well, it doesn't say, but here's what I think. I think possibly they were thinking, well, they're not worth it. The, it's, don't you see the important people are here? The adults are here. It's not really—they're not really worth Jesus's time. They're kind of beneath him. Kids were not valued uh, in that day. And as I describe that, I think I, I think in our current day, what are some things that prevent kids from discovering the love of Jesus today? Well, I know that. That uh, Jesus certainly isn't talked about much today. And when he is, it's probably derogatory. There's so much distraction in, in our world uh, today. Um, you know, kids are told that life is about them, not him. They're told that they're the center. They've, they have to figure it all out. Well, okay, here they are in, in this crowd. And why, first of all, why were the kids coming to see Jesus? Well, I think they could see something different in him. They had heard stories of what he was doing. I think they could sense that he, he cared for them. He, he loved them. That they, they could tell that there was this acceptance. He was interested in them. They could see this. And so here's the crowd. I picture this crowd. I picture a whole bunch of adults, maybe like a number that are in the room here, and picture Jesus right in the middle. Maybe if we were just packed, and there's Jesus. And can you picture in your mind all the kids that had come with their parents, and they're on the outer side. They'd be like in the outer aisles here. And can you picture them if they want to come to Jesus? I can picture the kids you know, trying to jump up and see him, and maybe they're pointing, and they're trying to look for a crack to get through, but there's so many adults. Maybe they're looking to see if they could get under the legs. This is what I picture. And then the disciples are holding them back. And so what? how does Jesus respond to this? He says he's angry. He is very angry. He He. He's not happy with what's going on. What does he do? Well, he doesn't do what I'm going to tell you. I think he, in my mind, I imagine that he did. This is what I think Jesus, he could have done this. This is a picture of what he wanted to do. He's hearing his disciples on the outside saying, you know, go away. I picture Jesus doing this. I picture him just waving his hands. And I picture a six, seven foot aisle opened up. All these adults that just kind of cleared out. And he cleared a path. And there's the kids and there's jesus can you picture the if that's what happened can you picture the the expression on the the adults like they're totally confused what's happening like why is jesus looking that way he should be looking at me i'm the important person here can you picture the expression on the kids faces i picture them shocked like confused and then i i picture them locking their eyes on jesus and can you picture the smiles coming out and now there's nothing between Jesus. And the kids. What do you think the kids did? What would you do? I think some of them started running. I think some started running right in there. And I can picture them jumping up onto Jesus. And can you imagine Jesus' face as this is happening? The smile is huge. And the kids are coming to him. And this is camp. This is camp. We clear a path. We clear a path. So there's nothing between Jesus Jesus and kids this is the heart of christ actually he wants nothing to be in the way of him and us he wants nothing to stop us from coming to him he wants nothing to stop you from coming to him this is the heart of christ his love for us nothing will stop it no matter what we've done no matter what we're thinking now there's nothing that will stop his love For there's nothing that will stop his love for you. This is Christ. He is all about removing all, everything that stands in the way of him and, and you and me. So how does God clear a path so that kids can come to him at camp? Well, I think it starts with coming out of the city and living in the midst of God's beautiful creation. It's... It's experiencing incredible adventure and fun. Being accepted for who you are. Not with what you're wearing, your hairstyle, how many likes you have, who your friends are. Where you're, you're cared for. And it's sincere, authentic, by staff who really care. Where you can discover truths from God's word. A truth that doesn't change with the time. And you're hearing it in a language uh, that you understand. And... All of this going on in a safe place where you you can ask questions. Somehow free of the clutter and the distraction of everyday life. There's no phones, no Instagram, no YouTube, uh, no Facebook, no social media. Where kids don't just hear about God's love. They see it in action. And they experience it for themselves. And what happens when kids come to camp and experience this i'd like to share with you a few stories here's the first one it's about halfway through the week and a girl's talking to one of our staff members she said that the night before her cabin had gone down to Sunburst shores so Sunburst shores are like picture a deck half this size of the stage right down on our water's edge a whole bunch of them she said that she went down there with her cabin she woke up early before the rest of the cabin She said she woke up as the sun was coming up, arising over Salt Spring Island. Uh, While they were sleeping, the water had come right up to the deck. She told our staff member that she went to the front of the deck, sat on the edge, dipped her toe in the water, and started having a conversation with God as she watched the the sun rise over Salt Spring. She said that she told God that she wanted to follow him. That morning, uh, that girl put her faith in Christ. Can you imagine what God felt about that conversation that morning? I actually think it's one of the reasons he had the sun uh, come up uh, that day. This is what happens at camp. Another camper uh, shared this. I came here because of the skiing and wakeboarding and stuff, but I discovered so much more. I found hope. I discovered a vision for my life. It's been amazing. Here's another camper. Last night of camp, gets up in front of the whole camp at the fireside and this is what she shared this week i didn't want to come i was like this is really stupid and this whole god thing doesn't make sense my whole life people look down at me and it's like you can't do it you're never going to be anybody and when i came to camp i was just so like that song we sang god is out there and he wants to love me because his love is out of this world And no one has ever shown me this type of love before. No one has ever wanted to be there for me. me. I accepted Jesus for my first time. Our campers, they come from all backgrounds. Let me share about one. A counselor shared this. A girl came to me crying. She told me some horrible things that go on in her home. Her dad promises to visit and never does. Her mom and dad always fight. She's so broken. She's considered running away. She's thought of suicide. She's eleven. This week, she discovered God's love, and she's decided to follow him. I want to share one last uh, story with you. This was shared by a counselor halfway through a week in a morning staff meeting. The night before, uh, at the fireside, the speaker had shared the gospel with everyone, and he had given campers an opportunity to respond. And so this is what the counselor shared in that meeting. I had a girl whose arms at the beginning of the week were covered in cuts. So many scars. Last night, she gave her life to Jesus. This morning, when she woke up, there were no more scars on her arms. Jesus completely wiped the slate. They were completely back to normal. She had been so ashamed all summer, all camp. She was always trying to hide them. I saw them. And this morning, she came up to me. She says, look at my arm. And I said, what? Praise Jesus that he has given her a completely new slate. He has completely rewritten, not the wrongs, but her past. And he's given a clean slate for his glory. Praise him that she is now able to walk confidently, knowing that Jesus has completely covered her. Isn't Jesus amazing? And this is why we have camp. So that kids can find Jesus and his love. So that their life can be completely rewritten. Kids find freedom at camp. And, and they no matter their past, and they discover that it's only possible because of Jesus. At camp, kids put their faith in Christ. They decide to follow him. Kids from all backgrounds, all situations, they come to camp and their world changes. I'm, I'm telling you all about Camp Quantos. You've just heard um, what we're all about. If I had to describe it in four words, our purpose is very simple. It's loving kids to life. What life? Well, we call it life like no other at Camp Quantos. It's a life talked about in John 10.10. 10. It's Jesus himself speaking. He tells us why he came. Well, he came that we would, we would have life, but not just any life. It's life to the full. We call it life like no other at Camp Quantos. And our hope, our desire, our passion, our mission is to help all kids discover this life. I'll be encouraged to live it. And be inspired to go home and share about it with everyone they know. Last summer, we welcomed more kids than ever before to a nine-week summer at Camp Quantos. There was almost 4,200 kids. Here's the sad part of last summer. We tried to fit in as many kids as we could. But unfortunately, we had to turn away about 750 kids. Why? Because we just didn't have space. Uh, One out of every five last summer, wasn't able to come because we just didn't have space. There were some camps that had 150 kids waiting uh, to come uh, to the camp. We've been trying so hard over the last number of decades to add and expand and fix something and add water and more cabins. Uh, But right now, our barrier is we need a new dining room and kitchen. Uh, The fees we charge at camp don't quite cover the cost uh, to run. Uh, So any project that we look at, it's only made possible uh, from people providing and coming alongside and helping, whether it's a boat or a building whatever it may be our staff come from around the world in fact usually about 12 different countries it's so cool how god brings these people together in unity Uh, when a camp week ends it doesn't end for us Uh, we are so focused on helping kids get connected to churches like tmp uh, churches up and down Vancouver Island and greater Vancouver. Uh, many staff, for example, a guy named Fernando, who I think Lauren may uh, mention, we, we, we work hard to try to connect kids into a church. I'm trying to give you a little flavor of, of this, what, what we're all about here at Qantas. And so there, even today, Fernando was going to come here, but he's trying to connect some kids into another church uh, today on Sunday. All these things, it takes so many people, it takes so many churches to come together and to make this all to make this all possible quantos and tmp we're together on this we we do this together in fact tmp is one of about 40 churches that own camp quantos we're trying to reach children and youth in nanaimo uh, throughout greater vancouver up and down throughout through, up and down vancouver on throughout greater vancouver it's interesting that of all the cities nanaimo has tends to have more kids that come to camp quantos that have no connection with the church than any other city vancouver on the island it's been like that for a long time we're so thankful for the partnership we have with you with tmp it actually wouldn't be possible without you and our churches it's the only way that is possible i'm so thankful for your heart for kids and for the partnership we have uh, with you as i said it's it takes so many people to make camp work i thought it would be fun uh, for me to have you here from some of those staff. So just before you do, I want to say thank you so much uh, for letting me share with you. I'd love to talk to you after. If you just go out the door to the left, you may see a few TVs or something out there. I'd love to talk to you uh, about ways that you can be a part of what God is doing and come by for some free things. We have magnets and stickers and pins. Uh, I'm so thankful to, uh, to have been able to be here with you today and share. So now I want you to hear from some of our staff. Hey, I'm a counselor this summer, and these are my cabin. I really love these guys. I'm one of the boat drivers. It's so beautiful out here. I am one of the food team leaders, and we are getting lunch ready. Today, we're going to serve quesadillas. I'm
1: part of the band, and we're so excited to start QTown tonight going to be another huge adventure tonight.
0: We're a part of the events team called All Star United.
1: We just finished preparing the time. I love seeing the smiles in the afternoon. I'm on maintenance. We're going to make everything clean
0: about the be Hey, I'm one of the leaders of Challenge Course. We're getting Jetstream ready because
1: campers are going to be here at any second. It doesn't matter where any of us serve. We're all here for the same purpose, to love kids to life. In our world, there's so much brokenness and hurt. So many are looking for answers, for hope, for love a many are looking in the wrong places and this is why I'm at camp.
0: Camp is such an ideal place for God's love to break through into a person's life. Kids come over to the city and live in the midst of God's beautiful creation.
1: They get to experience incredible adventure and fun.
0: Kids are accepted for who they are from people who really care and they learn truths from God's word in a way that is natural and relevant for their life. At camp, they don't just hear about God's love. They experience it for themselves. All this in a safe place where kids can be kids,
1: free from the distractions of everyday life. You should see what God does here. Every week, so many make life-changing decisions to follow Christ. Love is at the heart of it all. I love how God calls people from around the world to be a part of His mission to draw kids to Him. I'm from Dola, Zambia. Trabant, Northern Ireland. Port Canada. Newcastle, Australia. Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Bogotá, Colombia. Washington State, USA. Curitiba, Brazil. Saskatoon, Canada. Auckland, New Zealand. I love the unity here. God has formed us into one team and each one of us is a vital part. And there is a spot for you. I'm loving being a part of this community as staff. Being with so many others who are passionate about reaching kids and seeking after Christ. I invite you to join us. Come for one week or the whole summer.
0: Make a difference in the life of children and youth and experience the power of Christ firsthand. You'll be amazed at the way you see God's work. And one more thing, your life
1: might be changed as well. Join us! Awesome. My name is Lauren and I'm part of the staff team here and I'm also on the board of Quantos as well. And as you got to see just now, lives are changed at Kiwanos, whether you're a child attending or someone volunteering or being on the staff team there. Last summer, right here at TMP, we were actually able to sponsor nine kids to be able to go to camp. This year, we're wanting to increase that to at least ten. And you maybe have seen in the last couple of weeks in our program, there's opportunities for you to contribute financially if you want to, to try to make that happen. Or if there's families that you know about that we could help, um, there's opportunities. There's a link in your program that you can you can head to and, and, and apply to have us uh, help us sponsor them. I want to just tell you a little story. Two summers ago, I guess 18 months ago now... Just like a Sunday like this, uh, a school teacher that was attending that day, part of TMP, as she was thinking about children that she knew that might benefit from being able to go to camp who you know, otherwise wouldn't be able to, she thought of a child in her class, 11-year-old boy who was in foster care and been having a lot of challenges recently. So she put his name in, and we were able to get in touch with his social worker and enable him to be able to go to camp. He was 11 years old. We were able to also help his brother, who was 13, be able to attend camp. Well, when that 11-year-old boy got to camp, he was in the cabin with Fernando. Fernando was in the video, red shirt, from Brazil, the most lovable teddy bear you've ever seen. His love for kids is actually legendary. If anybody's been to camp, you know Fernando. Fernando. Anyway, this young lad got to be in Fernando's cabin, and every morning, or actually a couple times throughout the day, when the group of boys in the cabin would be running, you know, to go get ice cream or to, you know, to go to play the next game or or get to their dinner, he always noticed that this little boy was walking slowly. So he would, you know, hold back and kind of walk with him. Didn't take long for him to discover, by you know, about the second day, why he was walking so slow. His feet ached, and he said, "I just can't walk any faster." So Fernando, you know, looked down and discovered that his feet were kind of bursting out of his shoes and realized, you know, his shoes were too small. So we went to the camp grandmother and asked if she could take her car and head into Duncan and collect, you know, buy some shoes for this boy, you know, told her how old he was. That grandma that week happened to be Catherine, you know, who attends here at TMP for a long time. Every week there are grandparents who volunteer to, you know, be available for kids who are maybe missing home or just need some extra love. And Catherine was that woman that weekend. So she took off to Duncan, praying all the while for this young boy as she was buying him shoes. When she brought the shoes back and met up with Fernando, she said, can you just tell me the name of this this boy? He told her the name. She was so excited because she had already been praying for that young boy for many months because she knew the teacher who had recommended that we sponsor this boy. So, turns out, that she had actually decided to be at camp for her volunteer week, the same week that this boy was going to be there because she wanted to be available should he need her. She didn't know that that's how it was going to turn out, that the rest of that week, the fitness level of that boy changed (laughs) because he was able to run. And beyond that week at camp that absolutely changed, you know, this boy and his older brother who were able to attend, Fernando... Is a, is a year-long staff member at Camp Quanos. He ensures, like Scott mentioned, that he actually connects with kids throughout the year and ensures that they're able to connect in their community. So he's actually been able to continue visiting this family, these boys, um, who unfortunately now have actually been moved again into a different foster situation. But Fernando continues to see them. It's still the highlight you know, of their month when they get to see Fernando so every every week, every week throughout the summer, there are more and more stories like this. And here at TMP, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can do to be part of camp. You've been able to see a lot of them today. Of course, you can contribute financially. Our goal is to is for to make two thousand or to bring in two thousand dollars to allow us to sponsor ten kids. Um, we so far have seventeen hundred dollars already. Thank you for that. If you know of families, maybe kids at your, at your kid's school, uh, families in your community that maybe don't even know about camp, that you could help um, invite them and maybe we can give them the gift of you know, maybe the parents some respite or you know, kids that opportunity to go to camp, there's a link in your program. You can just click through there um, and, and, and make an application that we would consider them. You can volunteer at camp. You can pray. You can go for a week. You can attend, um, you know, the camp. There's a, there's a weekend of getting camp ready, you know, where you're helping with painting and just getting, you know, the facilities ready. You can ride the ferry on Sunday afternoon and escort kids, you know, once in a while. There is so many things you can do. And if you happen to be a youth, and all of, a lot of our youth here know this, there's a leadership track that you can be part of every summer. And a lot of our youth here at TMP have been able to do that, where every summer for a couple of years they keep growing in their leadership skills, so at the end of the service, you know, Scott and his team are going to be out there, just out to the left of the doors there, and you can just head over there, ask any questions that come to mind. Of course, I'm available at any time as well, but we would love for all of us here at TMP to be able to kind of partner with QANOS at a new level, maybe in this week, as you're say, maybe around different people that you would just, maybe some ideas will pop into your mind of people that you'd never really thought of before that might be able to really benefit from this opportunity so thank you for listening, and I'd love to just pray together. Would you join me? God, thank you so much that you are all about loving us, that you see each one of us in ways that sometimes we don't, we don't even recognize, that you know our hearts and that you love kids. Thank you for the opportunity for us to be able to have the partnership with this camp where we can help kids in our community kind of get away from it all, unplug from all of the things that are so distracting in our lives these days, and just be kids and have fun, but also experience that they really matter. They matter to us. They matter to you. And we just pray this week, as we go about our normal life, that you would prompt us, that we would find ideas popping into our mind of things that we can be part of, uh, families that we might be able to bless and that we would just now that we know the, how we can take action and be part of what you're doing here at camp thank you for being with us here this morning we just pray a blessing on everyone who's here in jesus name we pray amen